Let's give them something to talk about. I see the energy running out. I got a planet to run around. Okay, okay. You ain't do nothing but run your mouth. Can you turn down the brightness on that? Yeah, one? I was just actually gonna go move it real quick. I feel like I'm getting a suntan. We have such sophisticated lighting. Yeah, that's better. Thank you. Perfect. We got the sound down though. I think every everything worked on the sound. That's good. I had it in the um my camera throws off have focus oh, we got this sideways well i can't tilt it that's all right good morning yeah good morning um a couple a bunch of but we can talk about a whole ton of stuff and uh particularly uh 23.2 we can uh talk about oh i wanted to talk about 23.2 just from an affiliates perspective because i was bitching about it the week before i think we could talk about the open so far for well, we can do affiliates we, we can do that too yeah i do want to talk about that yeah and then we, maybe it'd be fun to do a little bit of a guesswork on 23.3 i've got uh, some ideas and then uh and and crossfit quietly launched mm -hmm. kind of in the beta version of getting started online Ca uh, dave castro put it in his weekly review and then put it on his instagram which was cool and gave people a free code to Go in and give it a shot, and it's an at-home version of CrossFit. So CrossFit hasn't put it out there for the general public yet. No. Okay. I don't believe it. You, you can find it, um, but you you have to look for it. You'd have to look for it. Well, no, I mean you really don't have to look that hard, um, but you can find it um, on go go to Dave Castro's Instagram, and he'll give it to you, and I. Oh, we can put it up too. I was going to put it up on the CrossFit. Yeah, we well, getting started with CrossFit, but let's. Well, before we do that, though, mm -hmm. let's let's go into uh, let's talk about the the open. I did have something I wanted to show, so let me just show that real quick. You want to share it with me, and then no. <laughs> oh, you got something to show, show. <laughs> okay. So he's he's going through oh oh the stack yeah <laughs> we talked about it a little bit last week as far as how much we're not good at dead air by the way we don't not, like we you got to remember Jamie that there are people that are driving and listening and they don't see what we're doing so if it goes dead they're trying to punch fucking buttons what happened my phone my that's what I do when when there's dead air we're not the Rogan podcast where you can cut or or even the Savan podcast where they have like a commercial yeah we have a yeah they have a commercial now but this is. Just to give you an idea, I want to mitigate. This Travis. is the all of the score sheets so far because there'll be more for twenty three. I've already seen a few of them repeat the, this morning. Twenty three point two. Yeah, I came in on That's fucking stacked. Well, first of all, I got up on Saturday morning after we had a huge Friday night lights. Yes, which I was really impressed because I didn't think twenty three point two's Friday night lights was going to be as big as twenty three point one, and it certainly was. Yeah, if not bigger. So people got a little FOMO. They saw the. They saw what was going on and decided to come. So we had more people. We had friends and family come in. Yeah, there was a it was a lot of new faces, right? New faces and like like you said, friends and family. I saw uh, Jackson's dad was yeah. here. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Um. The but the but we have this huge stack. We had a huge stack last week. As an affiliate owner, um, 
I go through these. Well, let me tell you this. But Yvonne, who's more detail-oriented, goes through them uh, one by one. And she looks at them for scoring discrepancies. Because what happens is, is people, they do, most of the judges do a really good job of like checking off the, the completed portions. And then they put the, the number in that they completed in the next round, like the partial number, they'll yeah. write it in the box. Yeah. But what they're not good at, or they're not great at, is doing the total score calculation. Yeah. And I, admittedly, I've done, you know, when I did, when I scored Pyam last week, did you mess it He up? goes, How did you even get to that number? You wrote down the right number of reps. <laughs> he goes, But my total's like off by, he goes, And I go, I don't know how I got there. I just, because, <laughs> and, and so then we go through and we correct those. And then we notify people. Yvonne's good about, she emails or posts in our Facebook group, our member Facebook group. Um, but it, that takes her about, I think, about two hours of work mm-hmm. going through that. And then I'll bring it. Um, then I got to go online and I have to validate it. And I validate it by um, look, pulling up the CrossFit Games website, um, going in as an affiliate, and then it shows each person's score. And it's a large rectangular box. And, and on a computer monitor, you can see maybe six scores. Really? That's it. Yeah, I can maybe see six, maybe six. If if I could pull it up and I could show it to you, it, it it's interesting to see because it and and I you know, uh, I, I'm not complaining. I'm it just gives I'm everybody just, a perspective that it's not just a simple like click click click. Yeah, no, no. And in which in I in here a couple people like I went through and I and if I know I was there and I saw their score. And I saw what they submitted. It makes it easy because I don't have to really double check their scorecard. Uh-huh. But there's a lot of people that go that we don't. So you yeah. want, you want to match the scorecard to the score. Yeah. And I'm getting help. Shelby's going to come in and help today with nice. the validations. Nice. Um, we wait until Monday um, to va- start validating. To start validating. Start validating. So you don't do any over the Yeah, weekend. because there's redos. Like you validate and then someone yeah. redoes. It's like, yeah. okay. So it's like double your work. So I try to get as many of the redos done. And this week... Maybe we can talk about this while I load this up. Mm-hmm. Is uh, there was a ton of redos, and what was interesting? Yeah. Oh, there, there was way more redos than the first week. I think so. Way too, more. Yeah. They wanted more, more weight on that thruster. Right. People. Yeah, that's right. People wanted more weight on the thruster, but also there was people that wanted. They knew they. Well, here's what happens: they do it, and then someone else that they compete with in class that they normally kick their ass got, and yep. they got their ass kicked. I'm like, oh well, I can come back. I can beat that yeah, extra couple couple reps. Yeah. And, and and literally almost, well, and what I've seen so far is that 100% of redos are better. And that's not always the case. The week before, like, I knew a couple people that redid yeah, it, and yeah, they got they either the same score, they didn't do as good. Yeah, or like a worse tiebreaker. Or whatever yeah, yeah or worse tiebreaker, that yeah. kind of thing, right? They're playing with the tiebreaker. But for 23.2, most everyone, almost no, every person I talked to that I saw do it did better, some mm-hmm. substantially. Mm-hmm. Kerry Hummel um he, yeah, he said i remember he said he, he was, was frustrated yeah. because he didn't get the weight he wanted yeah. in the in the thruster and he improved by like 15 20 pounds on the thruster he already had a decent score he was into the 130s okay on the on the 21 23.2 a on the shuttles and he added like another six or seven reps okay okay so that's good um, so that's a that's an overall pr yeah yeah and 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 that comes from and this is what we can talk about he said to me he goes well he goes i'm an electrician and Friday night lights, I come in, I've worked all day. I've been on my feet. I'm tired. So this guy learned about CNS fatigue yeah. and, and Eric accumulated fatigue. It's a real thing. 
it's a real thing. And then he comes in, he goes on sat, I rested Saturday and came in Sunday and did it and he yeah. smashed it. And so, you know, I guess it's something to think about if you're truly interested in like, Com you know, competing, maybe even competing, making it to the quarterfinals, yeah. especially moving on to the next rounds, thinking about when to, when you saw a lot of athletes repeated, when would you, if someone did it on Friday, for example, when would you advise that they, and what would you advise that they do in between the repeat? When would you advise that they repeat and when, and, and what would you advise that they would do so be, between is, the repeat? Is, is your question somebody that did it on Friday and wasn't happy with their score and they want to repeat it or yes. were they already planning to do it twice no. in the first place? No, there, there's very few people that plan to do it. Very few. There's a, a couple. Hard of, to believe. No, no, no. <laughs> a couple of elite athletes, certainly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Alessandra used to do that. Yeah, yeah. She did it on Thursday, and then mm -hmm. she knew she was going to redo it. She yeah, that's why, I, that's why I asked. Okay, that's okay, okay. That's five people. Okay. So Everybody else like me never wants to do another yeah, you do, workout. Yeah, you do it once. Again. You're like, ah, yes. I can do better than that. Yeah. Um, I would honestly say, like, the next day, don't, don't do anything. Obviously, you want to have, like, kind of a recovery period. Um, but I would almost do the next day as like more working antagonistic muscle groups, right? So if right. you're doing a lot of pushing, then start working in some pulling, maybe do more monostructural base just to kind of get the, the wind going, get the blood flowing. Um, the more blood circulation we can get going, the more it's going to help flush out that byproduct and not be as sore. Right. Right. So the, the goal is when you're doing a repeat or something like that, your goal should be to prepare your body and recover from the first go at it so you can go into the next one fresh and snappy right, right. so ultimately i would say if you did it on friday personally i would wait till monday right you get a full do do training session afterwards working on those antagonistic muscles and just you know something different work different patterns so that the, there's a balance there focusing on blood flow obviously and then take that day off so then when you come in on monday so like you do you go Friday for the open go. Saturday is an active recovery session. Sunday is a rest day where you're fueling up, nutri uh, eating good, hydrating, all that stuff. Monday go time. And when you go in on Monday, it should be a, you know, it's all mapped out. Like this is my warm-up. I've already been through what what would I have done? What would I do different the second time around? Right. Like, like you said, Carrie coming in after working all day on his feet physical job right obviously he's coming to come in on a day that he's fresh and not do that again right right so i think that's one of those things like if you have a strategy on repeating you want to really kind of look at that four-day period if that makes sense yeah it does make sense yeah just kind of maximize your your, your time to recover the um the i think most people too that that did it also improve their thruster and there's something to be said too for the um for the confidence factor. Yeah. So now you know how it's going to feel. Exactly. And then now you know since you know how it's going to feel, it's you know you can know where you can push or not push. Sam Mendes redid it. Sam Mendes is one mm -hmm. of our RX Plus athletes. He's in the 35 to 39 year old age group and uh and is is very good. He's a good he's always a good open athlete mm -hmm. and he's a good sport because he comes in and does it on Friday night lights. And he did, he did what I thought was a great, he put up a great score yeah, I thought, yeah. on, on his first go around. Yeah. And hit a good, great thruster weight. It's solid thruster too. Super clean. But can't, and, but, and, and here's one thing that I thought was interesting is he got off of 23.2 a and was 
putting the went and picked up his own bar to put it out on the floor because he because the, the bar handlers didn't get out there fast enough uh, and did a quick thruster himself like literally while people were moving around he's like get out of my way yeah. and people had to move out of his way so he could do one right away like he went from yeah he built like 135 85 yeah 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 and then 225 and then to went to 240 i think i think he Just, ended at a 245 yeah yeah or two, two, 240 240 okay. he came back the next day or two days later and redid it mm-hmm. And he said to me, the, the reason I said, why, well, dude, you put up a great score. That was a hell of a performance. He said, well, the based upon the fact that he was able to go right from the his ending shuttle run that he was on into that and walk over and pick up the barbell, he felt like I left something on the table. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, I think like as an athlete and if you're training to be competitive, if you're not filming yourself now, I'm, I'm when I say filming yourself, I'm talking about filming yourself for feedback. I'm not talking about filming for video validation, right? So right. when you're, you're not submitting your score, if you're doing it in an affiliate, you're, you're filming yourself. So you, A, you have proof that, that you have the capacity, but also if you are to redo it, you can review the video and see where your rest periods were, right? <laughs> right. Mid-workout, you might realize, okay, I'm going to grab some chalk, but maybe that was a 15, 20 second rest period that you don't realize, yeah. Or how much time, how many times you step back away from the bar? Like what I used to do was I would sit there and rewatch my videos with a stopwatch and just click the go, like time, how much time in between movements that I was actually resting. Right. Right. So then, oh, wow, I waited around and then a minute and a half during a 15 minute workout, I can make up that time. Right. I can get a couple extra reps. So. Well, it's it's cool to see from an affiliate owner's perspective. It's a big pain in the ass, it, um, dude. I I got up on Saturday morning, but it but it but it's a cool pain in the ass. Like it's one of those ones. Like oh Christ, yeah. They're they're like I got up on Saturday morning, and you know I open my social media while I'm having my coffee, and I'm seeing video from seven a.m. in the morning. Gr- a large group of people in the open gym area, <laughs> seven a.m. on Saturday morning. Like a large. I'm like I'm looking. I'm like well, what? So on Saturday morning, they're not doing repeats. And right? a class is already full, a CrossFit class. Yeah. And then, oh no, these were, well, no, these were a lot of first times. Okay. Okay. I weren't times. able to make it in on right. Friday Night Lights. Okay. Then I come in on Sunday and I came, and Sunday it started apparently, Yvonne told me it started at 7 a.m. again on Sunday. <laughs> and I came in at, um, I came in to do the workout at noon. Yeah. And, and the gym was packed. The open gym was packed and the main gym was already kind of full with people redoing oh, and the, the energy was so high, but I was, I wanted a nice quiet gym to get warmed up, get in my own game. But like I, yeah, I, don't, yeah, yeah. I, I, I have a hard time with all the energy enthusiasm while I'm trying to warm up and get my mind right for doing the, the workout. I think that the oh, hard part smokes. from, from a coat, from a coaching standpoint or, and uh, you know, yourself as an affiliate owner, like, you come in, you want to focus on yourself, yeah. and everyone wants to talk. Yeah, they do. They do. They <laughs> and want it's to great. talk. Like, and well, here's the other thing: is I I get pumped up, like, and I you, start yelling at people. I kind of get sucked into the. You're 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 expending your adrenaline <laughs> yes. before you even started oh, your first. Oh yeah, the, and the first person I see doing it, I walk in. I came in this way. It was Christy doing her thrusters, <laughs> and 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 Christy Lee and I are good friends from from for many many years. And I just I got pumped up, and I'm yelling, I'm screaming, I'm like, what am I doing? 
it was it was it's but anyway slow. <laughs> it is a slippery slope but it was it was fun and the energy was high but it, and i think the the other reason why people didn't mind redoing it is they just weren't that sore yeah it wasn't it wasn't a I really th- sore I, th- workout. Th- I thought it was going to be a sore maker but but you really just don't get enough volume of the jumping pull-ups no to create the soreness and most people figured out how to take out the X, the eccentric. eccentric yeah the, the, the lower the negative aspect, they, they, yeah. they, you know, everybody learned you just let yeah. go so there's very like today i'm not sore at all the one thing i did hear a lot this morning because I, I opened in coach class this morning was um my right butt cheek is really sore oh yeah because they turned on the same they're all turning left so they're turn all turning the left or they're stepping out of the burpee on the yeah, same yeah. side that's funny <laughs> it's like oh, yeah, keep that one in mind for future reference balance right. is everything it really is interesting so the, um, let me show the, uh, I'll show full yeah. screen. I can't, when I show this, I can't really talk because it. Um, I'm, I'm only on one screen. Can you see my whole screen? Yeah, yeah you're, you're still there. I am, but I, I, I just can't see myself, um, which is fine. So what I'm looking at here is this is a validation screen. So you can see, and I think I have it on. Try the full, full screen. Just cut us out of it because um, it it's really small. What do you have on there? How many do you see? I, th- I see three. Yeah, that's all I see, but it's larger got it okay so it takes up that's so, it yes. that's all you yeah. can see it at one that's, time that's all i can see at one time does it have to refilter and reshuffle like when you validate one oh my god so yeah so so all so that's what i see which is um so then i scroll so you look i'm scrolling right now right and so that's mm. that's okay like it's yeah. cool is i got all the data there and everything else and and I re- one of the really cool things I oh, like there's is feedback for yeah, athletes. Yeah, there's feedback, which is really cool. So when I validate it, they get an email saying it's been validated. Yeah. And what I started doing was like when I saw scores that were cool or interesting, mm-hmm. or, you know, I'd make a note. Yeah. And so it allowed me to send a message. That's a really cool feature. It really is. That's a, cool a really feature. cool feature. In terms feature. of like connecting with your community, yeah. it's a really great opportunity to send a nice message. Yeah. Um, and I swear I didn't cut and paste the message. However, I will tell you to my to our own Diablo community, if you get that email, don't share it with your friends. <laughs> it's a personal message. It's a very personal, <laughs> heartfelt message from me to you. I swear. <laughs> Just keep it to yourself. <laughs> okay, how many listeners do we got going right now? We got we got nine right now. We got nine. <laughs> No, it is. I, but I do. I, uh, it's nice to send out a message. But anyway, I go through it. But so now you think, well, that's not that big a deal. Um, it, it is uh, sorted. Um, no, it's not sorted alphabetically. It's sorted just by when they enter, when they enter their scores. And this is just one score. Yes. This, this is, is well, so, so 23.2 they, A. And yeah, then you got to do the whole thing for no, B. No, no. They, what's cool is they're letting you do even though it's on here i can look at it separately if i validate it or validate it validates both oh okay yeah okay. so that's what we originally thought that i got a couple of affiliate owners reached out to me they're like are you kidding we have to do but no you don't you you can do but well, you click validate and validate both. both okay um but so if you really if you're doing a true job of validation you're you're validating this mm-hmm. the stack of sheets against this yeah and that takes a while yeah and it, you know the the larger the affiliate, it's one of those good problems. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm yeah, o- you want to have 150 people do the open in your gym. This yeah. is what it's going to take. I'm I'm okay with this. I don't you know it's a tech guy might come be able to come in and say, hey, here's how we can do this better. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be the the only thing I would say my idea would be is have the ability to sort these alphabetically. 
Mm. Yeah. Again, like because then you can set the the score sheets alphabetically, yeah, and then you can just run through the whole right. Thing. If up here in un unvalidated scores, if there's a little checkbox that says you know alphabetically by uh -huh. first name, by first name it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Because then I could I could sort these alphabetically. Yeah. And then I'd be boom, boom, boom. It would just it would go, this process would speed up. Maybe if somebody's listening from HQ, they can make that adjustment. I know. I feel like I feel like that happened with the uh, yeah. the ability to download. Oh yeah, yeah. Download the CSV, CSV, CSV yeah. files. I bitched about that. We bitched about. We that. We literally talked podcast. about that on the podcast, and it was like that next week. It, it you have that option to, yeah, to, to to download it. Download your CSV files of your of your custom leaderboard. Somebody must be listening. Huge. Thank <laughs> you, whoever did that. I, I sent a message to to Jonathan Haynes. Okay. Who was is kind of in charge of the CrossFit Games website, I think. Okay. Can't tell if his role changed or not. Cause he he sent back a message to me, said tech team. That okay. was his message. So maybe so maybe that's what that triggered yeah. it. Yeah, maybe. That's cool. Yeah, it is really cool. Um, so anyway, so that's uh so that's that. Um it and it's it's yeah, it's a cumbersome process, but again, it's one like one of those good problems. Yeah. Um just but the last thing on twenty three point three. Only because you know, I like to admit it's good to admit when I would when I'm wrong-ish. Wrong-ish. Yeah, I'm not completely. You're wrong. not. You're not admitting fault. No, not completely. Not 100. <laughs> I believe the shuttle runs would have been better for affiliate owners if it ended at a barbell or a dumbbell, because a dumbbell, a barbell are movable. It's not a fixed object. It's not a fixed object. You made it difficult for affiliates when you make it to a fixed object. But but let me just say this before we even get in and talk about it. Um, I love the workout. Mm -hmm. The test was awesome. I agree. There were different ways to do that pull up that was, you know, kind of cool. I mm -hmm. did them all kipping because it was really, it was just easier for me. I I struggle with the strict version. Um, and man, it was like if you look around our gym at the athletes that did well on it, like those are the ones that you know are working hard on their endurance, that mm -hmm. they're working hard on their strength, their mobility and positioning. Like it was really cool. Um, and well, even though I bitched at how hard it would be for affiliates, we got through it. We did. We got, I could, you know, probably including redos, I probably got 200 people through the workout. At least. People figured out what pull-up bar to go to. Yeah. They figured out mats to put down to jump to an appropriate high pull-up. And uh, at the end of the day, that probably wasn't the differentiator, the couple of inches no. difference between one another. But we all, we got, we got all, like almost 150 people through it on Friday Night Lights. Yeah. It took a little longer. There were some frustrations, but it was we got through it. So, yeah. so Adrian, I'm sorry if I bitched about it beforehand. We got through it, and all affiliates got through it, and it was a cool workout. Yeah, I really liked the test. I thought I thought it was really good. Um, it's fairly similar to one of the workouts that we did in our open prep in January. Yeah, um, it was a shuttle run with a burpee over line. That was a line burpee. Yes. And uh, we did pistols with it, but I, I like the pull up as an option. Yeah, that was James. By the way, that was Jamie kind of taking credit for yeah. designing the open workouts and patting himself on the back. Just I, I like being close. <laughs> I like I like speculating you, and, and being. You no, know, you've nailed it. It. Someone said to me, "Oh, uh, Luis, um, um, our adaptive mm -hmm. athlete, mm -hmm. um, came to me and said, he goes, dude, he goes." Yeah, Adrian and Jamie Lee and Adrian Bosman think a lot alike. <laughs> they're the same, they're in the same kind of. I said, "Well, yeah, he's, you know." I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I've been in it for that's right. my thirteenth year in the Open. That's right. Um, he's, I mean, you're and as soon as Boz, as soon as Boz took over, like it, it made me think back to well, 
all of the the stupid human tricks that he used to do on Kelly Staritz at CrossFit San Francisco. Yeah, see, so that's that's one thing. Most knowing I think, who's programming, I think a lot of people don't realize that that uh, Bosman mm-hmm. worked and was a coach at CrossFit San Francisco. We yeah. were friends with him. We knew him. Uh, we watched his stuff that he used to do. The I remember him doing a 130, 135 pound pistol. I single think. arm, like overhead squat, right? Yeah. Oh, a single arm overhead squat. Like he would do all this stuff. Yeah. That, but they had, and they had at, at CrossFit San Francisco because we got them because they had them. Was yeah. they had the parallel bars? Yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's a uh, the other thing too is if you listen to any of the stuff that Boz had like on any of the other podcasts that he was on, he always referred back to main site. Yeah. And like, That's right. Just. If you're not following main site and you're trying to be competitive, then you're, you're totally missing the boat. Yeah. Like, well, there's so many hints and secrets and it just like things that you can touch on. Yeah. Just by looking at it. Yeah. I hope, I hope that what we see this today on main site doesn't show up. <laughs> see what, today, what is today? LSITs. No, I don't think it'll be else. We won't see an LSIT today and then it show up on main site. Okay. What was it? Uh, time, 2019. Time, well, it could show up in the, it could so, show up easily in the qualifiers. So yeah, it could. You could do yeah, t- yeah, yeah. timed LSITs. For, well, but that wasn't a, uh, unless they release that that's an object that we need to have. Oh, did they say parallelettes? Well, I haven't seen parallelettes well, on it yet. Well, but CrossFit, in, in so their demo in the CrossFit training demo. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's in the CrossFit workout of the day, but it's in the CrossFit training demo that they that they put out today. Um, it showed um, hanging LSITs and it showed ring LSITs and then parallelettes. So but I got, you're right. I it got wasn't an idea. Equipment, so maybe not. Let me let me just throw out a little speculation here. Yeah. Um, quarterfinals. We saw last year at the games. Remember the rope climbs that they didn't get to do because of the rain. Yeah. Started from a seated position. Starting from an LSIT. Oh yeah, that's right. L rope climb. Oh, real that's something that we could see in a quarterfinal situation yeah. but like when uh when you think of like when i say refer to like look at the main site programming and and see where the hints are 20 this is just an example 20 2019 when we hosted the 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 event here the open um looking at all the programming leading up to that weekend it was like a month or five weeks of LSITs, squatting variations and then what do we see that that week pistol squats right so if you think about like the shapes and the general archetypes that we see in our movement patterns that we do in class that stuff translates into other stuff also so kind of looking at those little hints what's your guess for 23.3 then um i think we're gonna see jump rope yeah i think we'll see some jump rope and i mean that's good you need to you need because you need to pull the jump rope people yeah you need to pull the people that can't do double unders you need to get them out and honestly i think that we could see an ascending skill of some sort Right. So like yeah. imagine an ascending skill of single too. unders to double unders to single crossovers to maybe a double under crossover. I thought maybe it would be wall walks to, you know, handstand pushups to, I don't think we're going to see handstand pushups. And the reason why I said, I don't and think what about gonna... handstand walks, handstand. I think we'll see wall walks before we see handstand walks. Okay. Um, and the reason why I don't think we'll see handstand pushups, I think we'll see a hand release pushup before we see handstand pushup. Oh just for the fact that that is like a, a prerequisite to do a handstand push-up right if you think about a progression doing a solid push-up is going to translate over to a handstand push-up and again referring back to one of the videos that boz was in talking about making handstand push-ups great again that was his whole idea with that deficit wall facing handstand push-up at the games that year i think we'll see a, a wall facing handstand push-up in the quarterfinals just because 
here's a chance for us to continue that theme of watching what we saw at the games trickle down into the online qualifiers and doing a wall facing handstand pushup logistically is not a big deal. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you need a wall. Um, so another speculation, but that's, that's a quarterfinal. I think for the open this, this next week, we're going to see some kind of a double under, um, we haven't seen any real snatches, so maybe some lightweight snatches, maybe ascending snatches. We got box jumps. Someone suggested box jumps. Yeah, we could see box. I, some kind of plyometric. We'll see some kind of jumping, whether it be on the rope or a, or a box. Um, we got handstand pushups there. Yeah, I don't think we'll see a handstand pushup just because, like I said, that the idea of of Boz talking about making handstand pushups great again. I don't think he's going to take it back to what we used to see where we would rip out like 20 handstand pushups in a row with a kip. It's just, it, it's not a really good test of strength. Right. And, and when they talk about testing strength, um, Boz talked about it a lot. in the last year was testing strength doesn't always mean you're testing with a barbell, right? Like a press to handstand that takes fucking strength. Right. A wall-facing handstand push-up. I mean, you, you can ask somebody that can do 20 kipping handstand push-ups, but you put them up against a wall, can they do one? Just because it's it's a real test of strength in certain range of motion and patterns. So I don't, like I said, it's just me speculating. I don't think we'll see a kipping handstand push-up this year okay. or next year. So maybe for a Facebook user, mm -hmm. jump rope, wall walk, deadlift. Or... Yeah, I could see that. Jump rope, wall walk. I could see that. I could see that. Like the the and the the push up out of the wall walk, like that's a progression towards the wall facing handstand right. push up, right? Yeah. That's that's a that's a that's a possible one. I don't know who that user is. Yeah, we Facebook users uh, it doesn't look like we can tell who they are. Facebook user. They're anonymous. It well it shows up on the video on Facebook though. Yeah. We suspect that they're with the black team. <laughs> Why? Because the black sunglasses. Yeah, that's what they do. That's their emoji. <laughs> they got their own freaking emoji. Is it really? Isn't that just a standard emoji though? No, that's their emoji. That's <laughs> they've that's they've acquired that as their emoji. The black emoji. Yeah, that's probably Harold, probably or Dean, one or the other. Yeah. Anyway, um, the one thing I wanted to get into I, the CrossFit. Well, Dave Castro talked about it in his Instagram. I think he, I, I think he posted it last night. I'm not sure because he does a weekly review on mm. YouTube where he talked about it. He does do that on Sunday nights, and then on then he posted it to his Instagram. CrossFit has a new program um, called okay. "Get Started with CrossFit." I got it right here. If you want me to pull it up, yeah, pull it up because I'm interested in getting feedback. We'll get and we'll get our however few users or fewer viewers watch. We'll give them access, free access to a $150 program. Um, so this is getting started with CrossFit. And basically, this is CrossFit's first attempt at at engaging uh, the at-home user and someone that is with a specific lean toward someone that is intimidated by CrossFit, getting them exposure to CrossFit so that they can be confident enough to come into a gym. And I like this. I like this. I personally like this a lot. Yeah. Um, we can watch. I want, I want to watch this video here in a second, but don't okay. start it yet. Yeah. Um, but just to give you my insight on it, we, we do get a lot of people who tell us that 
they wanted to start CrossFit. They felt like they had to get in shape to start CrossFit. Yeah. Um, we have people that come and then they, they do a tour and then they leave and they come back six months later because they wanted to go somewhere or work out in their garage to get in shape because they feel so intimidated. You walk in, it doesn't matter what class you walk in. doesn't matter what body type you see in there. What you see are confident people moving barbells very well, barbells, kettlebells, dumbbells, um, doing plyometrics, doing gymnastic stuff. Even if it's scaled with a band, they just, everybody knows what they're doing. Yeah. And that's an intimidating environment to walk in. You know, I took my daughter to, she, she's doing sewing class. She's got a really, really nice sewing machine. We got her for Christmas. She wants to learn. She wants to learn. She wants to do more sewing. That's cool. Um, very cool. But you walk into the workshop and, and you walk into the <laughs> workshop and these were even it's overwhelming. The, yeah. It was overwhelming because you walk in and everybody looks like, everybody looks like they know what they're doing. Now in their heads, they're all going, fuck, I'm, you yeah. know, I got to make sure I don't screw this up because I'm in a workshop with a bunch of people. But they know what the tools are. Well, they know what the tools yeah. are. That's right. That's well yeah. said. That's right. And so this CrossFit is basically helping bridge that gap. Yeah. Someone may not have an affiliate near them. It's also a great idea. Mm. Um, someone that wants to just get a feel for it. Um, and I think very importantly is that CrossFit needs to have an at-home product because yeah. there's a ton of at-home products um, that are similar. We don't have to name names. We know who they are that offer CrossFit training at home um, with the emphasis on stay at home and never go, <laughs> never go anywhere yeah. and do it anywhere yeah. else. CrossFit's taking the approach of this is a gateway drug to an affiliate where, yeah. the, where the real magic happens. Yeah. Let's show the show yeah. the show the video that's up there because it's really well done and it's Chuck Carswell as well. Hey level team, four. welcome back! It's so good to see you. We have a fantastic workout plan for you today. Let's get you warmed up. Start with a nice wide grip on the PVC. She's going to keep her arms straight, shrug up, and take the PVC over the top of her head and touch her lower back. We have two movements in your workout today. We're going to tackle that dumbbell push press first, show you what the movement looks like, and then we're going to break it down so we can work on little pieces. Now I'm going to have you guys do it at home. Let's talk about the workout. 30, 20, 10 dumbbell push presses and lunges. Remember, you have to move through all of the dumbbell push presses before moving on to the lunges. You'll do that for 20 and 20, and then finally 10 and 10. You can do this. Three, two, one, go. Are you ready at home? I love the fact that they've got, I mean, I'm curious how that's going to go going forward, but having uh, flow masters on there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you think about trying to share the what CrossFit is in a nutshell, as far as like getting somebody a little taste of it in this kind of environment. Yeah. Having a flow master there to kind of elaborate into the depth of what CrossFit is is a really cool option. So this is a uh, 150. Go back to the website, please. Mm -hmm. To the original website, and and scroll down a little bit. That's yeah. Um. So it's 100. How much is it? 150 12 sessions for 150 yeah, so it's 12 sessions for 150 bucks <clears throat> and it includes 12 on-demand sessions so they're pre-recorded so, um, no fitness equipment necessary hours of additional content healthy recipes and nutrition advice introduction session with a coach near you oh so they're even tying you into a coach nearby yeah so that's yeah, really cool which is really cool and so the I put uh, I put the code in there if you anybody wants to use the code and they want to go through it and test it, and then if you do DM Dave Castro the Dave Castro or make comments in his YouTube, um, give him feedback on it. Uh, it's the code is get started all lowercase and no spaces just get started, 
and you can and you can get get access to that 150 dollar program for free and and maybe give it to a family member or someone and see if they can get through the 12 sessions yeah it'd be good to get some tests going on this i and yeah you're right then the the ultimate idea here is get them started at home and get them to get them into a community yeah and CrossFit respects the the community. And this is something, this is in response to, and affiliate owners go, well, I can't believe they're doing an at-home program. Yeah. Well, sorry, but everybody else is doing an at-home program and they don't want them ever going to your affiliate. Yeah. yeah. This is, this is, a, this is like leaving the breadcrumbs to your gym. That's right. Well said. Yeah. I think that actually, that may have been a quote that Dave Castro used too. Did he? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I did. Um, in his, I mean, I, that's good. That's what it is. To me. It is. Um, and because the, once they get into the community and you know it, affiliate owners know this. Once you get them in for a few weeks of regular classes, they start to build relationships and then they're coming because well, transformations are happening phys- uh, physically. They feel them. They mentally, they feel them. Um, but also then they're developing relationships. It makes it kind of a fun place to be. Yeah. 150, 180 people aren't coming to our Friday night lights because they love the workout. No, <laughs> they don't even know what the workout is half the time. And they're, they're excited about it before they even know what it is. Right. They're coming because they want to hang out with their friends. They're going to yeah. do something hard in front of their friends and they know how they're going to feel afterwards. And that's a cool thing. And so this is a gateway drug to get them going with that. So I'm kind of excited. Um, what did, uh, what is your, great one did i guess oh christy's listening hey thank you uh so so that's a it's a cool gateway drug um and a great way to get people into the affiliates the 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 other thing i wanted to talk about and i talked about this in my email because it does transition nicely from what we're doing uh, is how crossfit is curing chronic disease um and then more importantly is how CrossFit is curing mental, uh, well, improving mental health. I want to say, um, not necessarily curing. Um, it's not doing, I don't think it's doing that. I think what it's doing is creating a a really healthy environment that would offset, um, traditional mental health issues Mm -hmm. or help alleviate or lighten for the 23.2 demo there were two athletes that were there from CrossFit Bison. Mm-hmm. It was, and I didn't know of their backgrounds before the, I just thought, oh, that's cool. They're, they, I like that they do a couple of members yeah. first, yeah, right? Yeah. Cause then you can get a sense for how it's really going to go for yeah. you. <laughs> it's like that. It's like versus that. watching Roman Kranikov yeah. go with Pat Bellner and he's going, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to do that. It's like having an average person swim yeah. next to the Olympics and the Olympics. <laughs> right. Um, Kathleen Stallington was one. She's a uh, she's a nurse, and she was diagnosed with breast cancer the night before the open last year. Oh, I had, damn. I didn't, and I didn't know that. Like, and she's out there. She was killing it. She was wow. doing really well. It was really, really That's a cool story. It's a really cool story. And if you if you want, you can go to the CrossFit main site, and you it's it's under facing cancer and depression with CrossFit. So she was one. The other athlete um, was. Joe Trellia and Joe, uh, Joel Trellia, I'm sorry. He's a New Jersey state state trooper. And he was uh, suffering from depression, uh, anxiety, and then untreated post-traumatic stress syndrome. And he finally admitted himself into a facility after uh, confiding in, with a friend that he was considering suicide. And he talked about it as well. And, and his quote is like, it gives you chills. 
says CrossFit, and he was doing the workout. And again, I didn't had no idea. I, I yeah. saw this after. Um, CrossFit allows me to clear the cobwebs out of my head when it starts to get dark. It allows me to come in, work hard, suffer a little bit, and realize that it's that it'll pass. There are going to be dark days, but that storm passes. And he uses CrossFit, you know, as his as his tool to help manage mm -hmm. his mental health. And the you know, again, you come here, and there's a lot of people that said it throughout the pandemic when they were coming in. This is their, this is, this, they do, they're doing it for their mental health and it's we like, know it more and more. It's like, this is their antidepressant. Right. And we talked, uh, oh, I didn't, um, I, in my email, I shared, um, this picture. Maybe I can pull it up. Yeah, we'll pull it up. So I'll see if I can, if, if this, uh, if you guys can see this, uh, give me a second. Um, pull it away. i have to separate it out it's kind of funky how i have so to it's easier if you got a second yeah monitor. if you have a second screen but let me just pull this up because i think it's a it's it's worth um putting up um where is our podcast and then i go to share and it's it's called u.s uh, uh u.s deaths of despair u.s deaths of despair and it's a it's a startling um let's see sure no i don't want to share an extra camera i screwed up my problem i can, I can pull it up yeah will you do that yeah, i can find it um pull it up on um peter atia md is the um instagram. you want me to pull it off of the email or do you want me to either e email or instagram doesn't matter e e email might be easier but it's it's u.s death at uh, deaths of despair in a two a 219 in 2019, we had a, basically in this country, we had 157,000 people died. Suicide, drug overdose, and alcohol-related deaths of despair. And drug overdose being the highest number, 70,000. Suicide, 47,000. And then 39,000 alcohol-related. 157,000 in 2019, which is tragic in and of itself. In 2021... That number is 206,000. That's a 30% increase over two years. 206,000. Do you have it? Yeah, but it's not coming up on my right window. It's weird. Here it is. Got it? Yeah, look at that number. If you can zoom in, that'd be even better. You'd have to do it up there in the up up in the upper right. Yeah, I'll just go to the the Instagram because it's you said it's Peter Atia's. Yeah, you're yeah, on, you're just, actually on the Instagram. I'm on. No, I'm not logged in though, so I can't. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, there we go. Is that is that showing up? Yeah, that's showing up. There we go. Yeah. So you see the numbers there, and. The and 2022 numbers are not in yet, and those are expected to be much higher. This is escalating quickly. Yeah, all kinds of reasons: social media, um, lack of purpose, uh, uh, pandemic, pandemic. Two, oh yeah, two years indoors. Um, the closing of churches, like church attendance is down yeah. year over year by 20, 25%. You know, we, there's lots of reasons why I talk to people that go to church regularly and then 
their churches haven't really evolved with the times and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and there's, you know, in California, especially there's, they're you know trying to maintain very conservative values. And for some people that's okay, but for a lot of people it's not. Um, and it's, uh, and they're slow to change, slow to evolve with their communities. And so attendance is dropping. Churches are closing. If you Google it, you'll see it's like, you know, it's a large number of churches are closing yeah. every year. So that, that community outlet's gone. Places that people ordinarily go to hang out with their friends and do stuff with their friends is gone. And you start thinking about it, you know, think about the places that you go to and hang out with friends. Mm-hmm. And it's, and, and you start to, well, there's kids events, right? There's, you know, if you have kids. Yeah. There's the, for us, it was, we'd go swim team, right? Baseball team, those things hang out. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where we did it. And that's where we got our community exposure. As your kids get older, though, those events start to become fewer and far between. And then yeah. pretty soon it's just dropping the kids off and letting them go. Yeah. And it's not, it's, it's more competitive. So therefore it's less, there's less kind of engagement with the other parents. Yeah. Less community building. Less community building. If you don't have kids or the kids are out of the house, like there's not much else. Yeah. CrossFit is, you start to think about it like, holy crap, like CrossFit's one of the last few places where people come together regularly mm-hmm. to, would we, and, and share a common bond, common goal. Yeah. It's quite fascinating. Yeah, that really is. And offers a, an, uh, uh, a place where people can communicate, but then maybe build relationships where they can talk about the things that are ailing them mm-hmm. and then also get bombarded with positivity, health, fitness love support like there's no better place we have essentially become a church mm-hmm. in a sense and hence, hence the, the cult method right or the right. cult idea yeah the, well the cult idea and then greg then someone at the harvard divinity school commented on that uh, when greg glassman spoke at the harvard divinity school about it and then and someone in the audience raised it had a very good question about uh, crossfit being you know, a cult. And he said, well, yeah, the, it, it is like a cult, except that we don't stop you from leaving. <laughs> we don't care if you leave and we'll make you better. Right. Well, right. We'll make like, you better. But, but we also, we don't care. Like if you leave, yeah. okay, we can't yeah. care. We can't care about you. Like, there's, yeah. there's nothing holding you there. Yeah. And that is the difference. Yeah. But it is kind of cult. Like everybody gets in, they get passionate. And the reason why that happens, I think is because the endorphins are going, serotonin is going, yep. you feel good. You leave cross, you feel good. You've t- you spent all positive. Boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Except when you complain about the open workout, <laughs> but then it's shared negativity. Yeah, but then you're yeah exactly. Then it just turns into a, a, a conversation starter, right? <laughs> ah, those fucking shuttle runs, <laughs> and it's fun to do that. Yeah, know? it is. Yeah, and there's a certain amount of camaraderie happening with all of this. It's really remarkable, and I and and so I think. And I, it's, I sent this, I sent that post, that Peter Atia post to Don Fall, the CEO. Yeah. And I don't always expect a response, but he, I said, we've got work to do. Yeah. That was all my message was. And he messaged me back right away. And he said, absolutely. That's, that's, that's one of the things that we need to, that we provide. We don't need to talk about it. We don't even need to say we do it. Yeah. We just do what we do best. I think it was great that he did comment on the fact that, you know, we have, a way to help cure and reverse some of these chronic illnesses and yeah. help with these, you know, mental, you know, disorders or mental health stuff um, in that affiliate gathering. Like, yes, yeah. it's, it's, we're working towards it. Yeah, absolutely. And there are charitable events for people that are, you know, suffering from PTSD. Mm-hmm. 
uh, people have taken their lives as, uh, um, especially veterans have taken their lives um, as a result of yeah. you know, their experiences in the military. But it, it was, I just want to talk to you just for a real quick second on this community thing, because this is a kind of a pet peeve of mine. You'll see community being thrown around the word community being thrown around within the fitness industry. Yep. We have an awesome community. We have community, even Peloton uses it, the Peloton yeah. community. It's not community with remote. The word is so freaking overused. It, it's annoying. It's like functional training. Well, and it's because and I think part of it comes from yeah. the fact that, cross, that people talk about the CrossFit community so much within the fitness world that other methodologies want to use that word community to, yeah. to, to draw people in. And I think it's very in, important to understand that CrossFit never – was never built on the community. The community happens as a result of what we do. Exactly. Greg Glassman didn't set out to build a community. Yeah. We started affiliates. He wasn't thinking community. He was mm -hmm. thinking a ways, uh, uh, um, more efficient ways to get the methodology out to more yep. people. Yep. Nicole Carroll said it best in the Magic of CrossFit article. I'm going to read this. She said, we never set out to create a community. Just like we didn't devise our values or methods in a boardroom. That fierce sense of community and loyal, loyalty developed naturally. They show up, they put in the work, and the community, the human spark, keeps them coming back. In time, that community becomes something more than just a bunch of good people sweating it out together. It becomes a lifeline. And, and I know a number that of people. That lifeline. Yeah, I, that's it. That's, a real, right? that's the real thing right there. That's the part that... that I think, and I've had many, many, many member, members tell me this, mm -hmm. that it's that, you know, the first person to reach out to, you know, with, you know, when they want to go out, when they want to do something, when they want to talk about something, the first person that calls usually another person from Diablo. Yep. And, and, and that's why I have tremendous hope uh, for the future of CrossFit in terms of doing good, but in terms of growth, because there's, yeah. as you, as you see the numbers that we put up in that graph, it's not going away. It's going to get worse. Yeah. It's going to get worse year over year over year until the country decides to do something about it. But in the meantime, CrossFit is the lifeboat. It's the beacon. It's the lifeboat in a sea of, you know, chronic disease and mental health issues. Yeah. And it's, and it's awesome to be a part of it. Um, I'm, I'm super stoked that, you know, that we're here doing it and I want to spread the word. I want to make sure all CrossFit affiliates thrive and survive and are able to continue to do it themselves. Um, cool. What else did anything else you wanted to touch on this week? Um, no, not necessarily. And we got, uh, oh, we do. Oh, I do want to touch on this. We have uh, our final Friday night lights. So if you're listening, yeah. final Friday night lights is this Friday. It's going to be off the hook. Yeah. There's, there's tell me it's not raining uh no yvonne said it's um it's supposed to be raining like literally another eight days straight well uh, st starting on uh, it's i think it starts saturday though not friday she said friday is a clear day but it starts sat this next this coming saturday to the next through. saturday okay yeah. it's like another seven eight days of rain damn which we you know we had years of drought so we shouldn't we should be really appreciative. Yeah, it's, it's nice, but I'm just. Sick. I was just referring to like having a rainy day on the final Friday night lights. Yeah, there's gonna be I'm, so many people in so here. Many people, there will be. <laughs> Are we doing a food truck? No, we're not gonna do a food truck. Okay. We're, we're having food brought in. Okay. Yeah. So we're that's we're, awesome. We're having it uh, catered, and uh, so come. The, of course, the teams will have their food tables that they yeah. got put out. 
It's it's going to be a lot of fun. And the theme, of course, the theme that the teams have come up with is celebration. So dress in your best celebration outfit. Oh, boy. I don't even know. I don't even, interesting. I don't even know what that means. It just means there's going to be a lot of repeats because people are going to be wearing God knows what. Oh yeah. That's oh, they, the the uh, my dress got in the way. Yeah. I had to so, repeat it. So at Diablo, we're going to have food. We'll have drink. It'll it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, and we encourage everybody to come. If you're not doing the Friday Night Lights, or if you're not doing the Open, come anyway. Come yeah. hang out with us. We'll have everything set up so that there's we can accommodate lots of people. Yeah. And it'll be loud and raucous. And mm-hmm. and, and the teens go at um, – what time? We put the teens on at 5 o'clock, yeah. so come cheer for the teen athletes. It's our third workout. Yeah. And then cheer for our – it's fun to cheer for our the X+. Plus. Plus. It's just fun to yeah. watch the epitome yeah. of human performance right yeah. there. It really is. So come watch that. And that's it. I think uh, nothing else for this week. Yeah, that's it. Reasonable amount of time. Yeah. If you're listening, thank you for listening. We enjoy uh, we enjoy doing these. We get pretty decent feedback. Yeah. If you Love have, in the comments too. Yeah. If you have uh, anything uh, that you think we can improve upon or with something we're not doing right, send an email to Michael at DiabloCrossFit.com. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie's <laughs> laughing. He knows, he knows that inside joke. <laughs> <laughs> At Diablo, <laughs> at Diablo, we used to. We used to I think Christy knows too. We used to, um, oh, what's there's a nice long note. Oh, there's a long one. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, we used to when we used to send solicitors like, who can I talk to? And uh, oh, at Diablo is hey, who's in charge? And we'd send them to Michael. We'll send an email to Michael at Diablo, and there was there was nobody. There was no email. <laughs> we had no an Michael email. here. We had an email though for Michael, but it was, it was just sat in an email box. It's like having a um, a suggestion box. Here, right. you can get you can get it out of your system. Right. What's it? So I posted this without. Do you want to read it out? Yeah, one 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 community. I've done a fair amount of reading. Yeah, again. So there's people that aren't watching the video. Then they're like, "What are they doing?" Well, yeah. we're, because we're reading the 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 comment that came in. One one on the community thing. I've done a fair amount of reading on the psychology of old adult male loneliness, and there's a great deal, a great and universal point about how men, at least, make friends. It requires that you run into the same people often, but irregularly. The psychology of it is apparently that if you run into the same people, but when each of you and they are in a range of emotions, that one has to ne- has to necessarily adjust your own behavior to relate to the other person. This is why folks make, you know, it says it's probably, I think the post might be too long. This is why folks make, uh, this is why folks, I, I'm not what the, sure what the rest of that comment is because I'm sorry if whoever yeah. get left, the rest of it didn't come up. But but I think that's true mm-hmm. um, about men is that uh, we run into the same people often and we start to have a, we find commonality, a common bond and then, uh, and and then finally make connection. And it takes a while. We're, we're not yeah. as outward bound about making friends. Yeah. You're not besties right away. No, you're not. It's just, it takes a while. And then after a while, you're like, hey, you know. <laughs> and we won't say, hey, you want to go do something? Like, it's just, guys just don't do that. But yeah. we will connect at the same time in the same place. Hey, you come tomorrow. Yeah, what time are you coming? Like, eventually, it'll kind of build. But I will tell you, because I talked to someone about it, um, this about this particular topic um, this weekend. Um, with respect to we were talking about despair and uh, suicide is extremely high among 
middle-aged men suicide rates are, are much higher for middle-aged men aged like 45 to 55 that's like the danger zone um for 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 men and and it's especially prevalent in middle and upper class men and it's part that there's a number of reasons why and it, it, it but they there is speculation that it's they they achieve that that they achieve that age and they look at themselves and go i'm not where i thought i was going to be i'm not making what i'm what I thought I was going to be making. My kids aren't doing what I thought they would be doing. I haven't done enough for them. And they start to um, internalize those emotions. They don't talk to anybody about those emotions. And they, there's a lot of self-blame and self-disappointment. I could be better. I should be better. If you couple that with alcohol or, or any type of drugs, it, it just it makes it worse. Isolation. Right. And, and we don't see – a lot of these things aren't – talked about because men don't like to talk about it and i personally went through about a year and a half of depression and i didn't want to talk about it I finally broke down when my doctor asked the right questions and then he, he elicited it from me and it was a it was a really good conversation i was super glad i did because it helped snap me out of the funk um that i was in for almost a full year but anyway the um what happens is is they end up doing things like stepping in front of the amtrak train over there and here in the bay area it's very common they won't they won't put it in the news because they don't want to it's happening too often. Yeah, they don't want it, they don't want to entice people to do it. But the it's within the investment community and the that that the venture capital community, they they talk about it. The guys that, that you know that go to work in the morning, they step in front of their Amtrak train Amtrak train. It's going eighty mile, you know, eighty miles an hour. Mm-hmm. The other one is they go up to the Golden Gate Bridge and step off the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. Just disappear into the void. Um there's a um, a disc jockey 94.9 apparently very well known here in the Bay Area apparently that's missing and they suspect that he may have taken his own life and he's that he's that target age and, and you, if you, you google it and you research it you'll see it and, it and if there's anybody out there that of our few listeners that we have that are listening and that are in that situation could DM me DM Jamie Lee or come in let's talk or come in you know, we'll, we'll set you up with a membership. We'll get you going. I would say visit a CrossFit gym. Yeah. And if there's, it's outside of this podcast, so go visit a CrossFit gym. Yeah. Walk in, sit down and say, hey, I'll, I want to do CrossFit. It will go so far. You don't even far. have to tell them why. It'll go so far. Oh, my God. It, 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 it's it's life-changing. So whoever that made that comment and dragged us back into this conversation, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was, a, it was it's a very good point. Good information there. Yeah. It literally, it's CrossFit. Yeah. Um, that is saving lives. Yeah. CrossFit saving lives. Cool. All right. Let's, uh, let's call it a day. All right, guys. Thanks guys. Until next week.